0: finished watching scrooge so i have that song stuck in my head. me hand. too <laughs> I finished <activity>. all right <laughs> i know and we're recording welcome uh to the movie bros podcast uh your favorite podcast your favorite new podcast where you come to watch or listen depending on how you see this uh see people talking and review their favorite movies from uh new and past i am there Signs with me as was last time is hilda hello hi, hilda Hi, uh, and we have a newcomer today, uh, we have Chad, uh, which has uh, been a friend of the podcast of the other podcast that I do uh, for a thousand years now. But this is his first time him and I are actually recording together. So welcome, Chad. How you doing, brother?
1: Good, good. Thank you for having me on. Really appreciate
0: it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. All right. So today we are reviewing, uh, we're going to be reviewing Halloween Ends and uh, Scrooged, 1988 Scrooge. Uh, the reason for this pairing... Is because since we are at the time of this recording, we are in between Halloween and Christmas. We figured we do both Halloween, we review a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. And because I am hell bent on making this as random pairing as possible, there's nothing else that connects these two movies. <laughs> there's zero, <laughs> <laughs> much to the chagrin of Hilda's husband and Mike Mercadal. Uh, there's <laughs> he's like, there's gotta be, we're not the that same person, them. nothing. <laughs> we're not. We're not. Um, so welcome. Uh, for those of you who are listening in right now, just know that you could watch the video uh, live, or you could watch it. It lives on forever on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Everything is at Movie Bros Pod, uh, and except Twitter. Twitter is Movie Bros underscore Pod because for some reason. Movie Bros Pod was taken even though they don't use it. Uh so uh, just so check us out YouTube, Facebook, uh everything is at Movie Bros Pod. Check out the video there if you're watching us on Facebook or or YouTube right now, just know that you can find us on the audio, you can find the audio version wherever you listen to podcasts. So before uh well as we're, let's get going, uh take 1, movie 1, let's start talking about uh the 2022 Halloween ends. We're going to start off with the with the synopsis. Uh, the synopsis is um, in the aftermath of Halloween Kills, a life-altering incident that shocked the community, haunted survivor Lori Strode has spent the last four years trying to pick up her pieces. But with brutal mass murderer Mike Myers uh, Myers? Myers? Myers laying low uh, waiting for the right moment to strike, Lori hopes to find closure by writing an unpassioned memoir. In the meantime, her orphan granddaughter Allison has struck up a friendship with Hatterford's traumatized young pariah, Corey Cunningham. As pure evil and fixed the town, a drastic transformation occurs and a spat of senseless violence terrorizes the neighborhood. As the monster returns, Oh, I'm sorry. Has the monster returned to finish off Lori, the one who keeps escaping death? That's a weird synopsis, but that's the fucking synopsis, man. I don't know. I've never, ha- I've never read a synopsis that ends in a question mark. It's usually like that's this is the plot summary, and uh, but this one ends like, is it the plot summary? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's every time I read the questions. Every time I re- read a question mark. All right. So uh, 2022 is the halloween ends it came out a couple months ago it's available to uh stream on peacock Uh, my question to you guys is first of all let's get opening thoughts what are your opening thoughts of the movie hilda
2: so i wanted i wanted to (laughs) love it
1: i know i'm (laughs) like
2: oh i wanted to love it so much more than i did that being said I did enjoy I think what I enjoyed the most is all of there were all these like little hidden Easter egg like nods to the 1978 original, which we can get into those like later if you want. Um, But I think I actually enjoyed those more than the middle part of the movie. It's like it started off and I was like, okay, I'm invested Then it lost me for a little bit. And then. Okay. like I'm cool. Again, we're doing spoilers, right? No, i asked that last time yeah sure i feel like i sure. always have to clear sure. the air okay we're doing spoilers
1: um, spoiler warning spoiler. spoiler
2: warning yes if you have not seen halloween ends turn us off now but come back later and watch us um
0: and watch Scrooge.
2: so yeah so um, i
0: think the spoiler warning on that one, that one is Scrooge.
1: yes yeah, Scrooge, i think my- its expiration is gone man that
2: that's my bad. that's my overall it was like i wanted to love it more than i did i didn't hate it it lost me for a little bit in the middle but i like the beginning and i like the ending
0: so, question for both of you, I guess, before we get to Chad's overall, did you have you guys seen the previous two newer Halloween movies? The Halloween Kills and Halloween that came out in, I believe, 2015 and 2018, 2019? I believe were the yeah. years. The years might be off, but the new ones, the, newer yeah, ones. the new ones. Yeah,
2: the yes. last trilogy.
1: Yes, the next right. trilogy. I've seen so, every Halloween movie, but yes, definitely the last trilogy.
2: The last, this yeah. last, this mo- most recent trilogy, I should Correct. say. Um, I realized, yeah. I realized watching this one that I missed one. Like I, oh, no. well, number two, like I missed the last one. I saw the
0: Halloween kills. Oh, that's the best one.
2: The, oh, yeah, the I know. One. And I was like, oh, no. oh yeah, exactly. But I made, I realized that too late.
1: <laughs> nah. so, oh, did you go, go back, back and watch, watch it? it?
2: No, I'm going to have to now.
0: Um, absolutely. Oh no. Yeah. You should turn off the podcast now and go back and watch it. <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. Like I'm
2: a, I'm okay with some spoilers for this. So like
1: I, I right. think you, Chad Michael survives into the third one, just so you know. Yeah, uh, you
0: got you have you've, you've learned that now.
2: I kinda <laughs> oh. I kinda got got the synopsis of this one and watching this one.
1: <laughs> so basically, very akin to, to Hilda, I really, really wanted to love this movie because I came off I loved the first one, second one left me even higher than that, and then the third one went In a different direction. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't really buy where Lori ended up at the beginning of the movie. Because I'm like, this is a woman who sat around waiting for this guy for, what was it, 30, 40 years? Um,
2: We're at at 44 years.
1: Yeah, so she's going to give up after a couple years because he disappeared. But uh, whatever. Um, Other than that, I did like um, the... The acting, I thought they did a good job with uh, Jamie Lee always is amazing. Um, I loved the daughter's transformation because she was kind of going, you know, bad girl psycho for a little bit. Um, and then the main guy, uh, the outcast, brain-dunning on his name suddenly. Um, Corey. Corey. He was very interesting. Honestly, it, What? and I know they have this happens way too often in horror movies particularly, it feels like there was a horror movie based around him. And then they didn't know what to do with it. And so they slapped Michael Myers onto it. Um, That's really what he felt like. But his journey was also very interesting. Just it wasn't his, it should have been Michael's movie, not Corey. We're not here for Corey. But, that's
2: exactly where they lost me, Chad. That's exactly yeah. where they lost me because I wanted it to, I said, I was like, this is an interesting story in, in the, in the movie. This is an interesting movie. Yeah, but this is not the movie I was expecting.
1: <laughs> exactly. Mm. So,
0: what did you think, there? Yeah, I. Uh, so I'm with Chad on the the first one. So I'm not a big horror movie guy. Like I don't like horror movies for the most part. I don't like horror movies because I'm a pussy. I am a self-proclaimed like wuss. I get scared. I have to watch them during the daytime. If I, for some reason, watch them at night or whatever reason, I'm going to end up watching Disney movies to go to sleep. Like, it's not a sort of thing, right?
2: You need a palate um, cleanser. Understand.
0: Absolutely. Right. I understand. Correct. Correct. So uh, a few years ago, my friends, Jeff and Dave started Shiver, the horror movie podcast, which is on the Geek Bro Network, which is part of this. We're on the network now. Go to geekbro.net. anyways. So I was brought into that episode. I was brought into that podcast. For two reasons one back then we weren't doing virtual like this we were doing like everybody has to meet at each other's house and i was the only one with the recording equipment one two um i was brought in as the comic relief like this is the guy who's a pussy, so let's get his let's make him watch these horror movies and, and scare the hell out of him so that that was the shtick and i was more than happy to abide I was like that's fine whatever but the funny thing is, the more horror movies I started watching, you know, I only we only I only took part of like, I don't know, 18, 19 episodes. And I was like, oh, so now I've become like more, I don't want to say desensitized, but I'm like, it's become my it's I don't know, I have a stronger threshold for them now. So how, the original Halloween, not the original 1960, whatever, 70, whatever. I'm talking about the this trilogy. When it came about, it was right around that time that that shiver podcast was happening and I was all for it. And so I watched it with like, oh, this is really cool. Then Halloween kills came out and I was like, this is amazing. Like I was really like loved Lori's transformation to the badass chick and the traps and all that shit. I thought it was great because it, again, it feeds into the action guy movie that I love. Right. So it feeds into that. Sure. Uh, and then I saw this one. So here's the problem. First of all, I already knew, not that I knew, but I had gotten, there were so many people on my feed who absolutely hated this movie. So I didn't know why they hated the movie, but the way they were talking about one of our listeners, Carlos Navarrete, he literally was like, why, why would they do that? Why would they do that to this movie? And I was like, wow, this is like, again, I don't know what, what was happening, but I was like, wow, these people. So they felt really strongly about it. So I start watching this movie, and then when this guy, spoiler alert, Corey goes in and tells Michael, show me how it's done. I was like, oh, fuck off. I was just like so... Like, this is so much bull. I'm like, this is no, come on, man. This is really you're gonna take an apprentice. Now you're gonna you gotta he's gonna teach you how to stab somebody with a fucking knife. This is not a teachable thing. This is what's going on here. So I was like in that mindset, so I kind of felt like I knew where the movie was gonna go because of that, right? But then then the third act came and they got rid of Corey, and I was like, Okay, okay. You threw me through a little loop in the middle i th- I, felt, I thought I thought I thought that I knew where the movie was gonna go halfway through the movie, but I was wrong. all right, I concede you're right, here we go <laughs> and this is one of those things I talk about with Mike all the time where it's like I was just along for the ride, and the ride out, it, the, in the in the middle took me somewhere where I didn't want to go, but it was only to throw me off of where like oh no, now it's gonna you know what I mean so I was okay. I like this movie um, I will say to give all of that disclaimer i did not i am not a diehard halloween fan i think the original halloween was good and then they all start falling off from there um i haven't seen halloween h2o because oh my god you that's know, the one you definitely cool. have to see
1: yeah
2: that, that, that one i saw QG. in theaters
0: yeah i haven't seen i that, think was that was I, really one I, I really i really like
2: that rob zombie one in like 2007 oh that absolutely cool. That
0: one was great. Yeah, I so, I feel yeah, like your you're list, from the one with the movies, the one with the with Mike, Mike with this chick, uh Jamie Lee Curtis, like they all just start falling And at one point. I think part 3 is about witches and then part 4 it's he gets not, supernatural almost, powers.
1: Yeah, it's almost nothing to do with Michael yeah, or yeah, yeah. Jamie. I think they show Yeah, yeah, a, part 3, three has nothing to do with, like, with the background.
0: That's yeah. Yeah. He's not and in then, it at uh, all part but four that's he, one gets, of the he gets supernatural right is it part four where he becomes supernatural and you're that's like, oh, where they, that's,
1: they they've always kind of portrayed him as somewhat supernatural like yeah he's a man he was born clearly uh, but they never have any explanation how he can take bullets to the head um right. stab multiple times etc and still get up and keep going so they starting with four though you're right they start trying to tie kind of like what they did with jason like tie a mystical factor to Michael, and then it just kind of dives there until it reboots in H two O, and it kind of ignores at least the Jason until did, they did
0: a better job of the new one. They did a better job of explaining it with Jason, right? With the, with, the, with the with the lightning bolt in the in the in the mm-hmm. um, graveyard, and it was like, oh, that's okay, that's where he gets. Got-
1: well, yeah, and the, the psychic but- chick and, and all that. Yeah, there's all at least yeah. you know or something
0: they tried better so uh anyways going back to halloween i i dug this movie i do think it's the weakest of this new trilogy I do think that, uh, but it's an excellent, excellent trilogy. So it's not bad. It's, you know, uh, Chad. We were talking. Hilda and I were talking about Back to the Future two last week, and we were like, yep. "Which is your favorite Back to the Future movie?" And we were like, "We couldn't make up our minds." And it's like there still has to be a weak link in that movie, right? It doesn't. Not that the. Not that any one of those movies are bad, but there still has to be one that you watch less than others. Absolutely. And I, that's how I feel about Halloween Ends. It's. It's. I think it's a good movie. It's definitely the least of the, like if Halloween, if all the, if the Halloween trilogy were, were my children and then the school called, I'd be like, what did Halloween ends do? Like I would <laughs> I, I, be like, what? Did, I know this is the problem child. What did it do? So, True. um, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was decent. I thought it was not. You know, whatever. So yeah, yeah I thought it was superb. Yeah. I bought into Laurie's transformation because it fed into the. It gave a good explanation of like, look, I spent forty years being afraid of this guy, and I just I'm fucking done. I'm done being afraid. I'm done living in fear and that whole message of c- having fear consume you it consumed the town and made them all it made them all monsters. Like they were right. all the, they, you know what I mean? And I, I I dug it. I, maybe that's my liberal heart ble- <laughs> my liberal bleeding heart. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Don't no, let hate consume you.
1: <laughs> it's not a bad take uh, and I'm not saying it's unreasonable like it came out of nowhere
0: but right, I just, right, right. In,
1: in my version of, of Lori she would have Kept hunting until one of them was dead. Like she would never have stopped. Um, like she, especially she, after me, she's after like,
0: Halloween kills. Especially right. after Halloween kills, that was a big, that was a big drop off. Yeah,
1: yeah. They basically turned her into like a, 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 a Van Helsing type. You know, as in this, particularly in this trilogy, though more or less in the, in the other movies as well. Um, at the like H two O and stuff like that. Once she started going, um, but the uh, yeah. So that that was the only thing that that bothered me, and then. The, the real thing, the, the place where obviously we, I had, besides Corey and his whole storyline, the, the thing that bothered me the most was from two to three. Particularly, they spent one and two building Michael up to be that the more he killed, the more he transformed. Like he was, it was almost becoming transcendent, like something he was becoming turning into something else. The more the town feared him, the more they hated him, the more he killed. I mean, that's like the whole point of the ending of two, right? Like they had stabbed him, shot him, beat the hell out of him. All of a sudden, and then he gets back up, and now he's killing everybody like he's a machine. Oh, and that was the whole point. And then he just disappears and becomes an old.
2: And then like, like two well, yeah, thirds of this well, movie, he's just a recluse. Like right, you just you just I mean, went to this tunnel think, under a bridge, and yeah, right. You're like I'm just a hermit now, like <laughs> until this kid yeah, finds me. What?
0: And so like, here's why I buy that. He- here's why, and I I agree with you. It is like what's going. But I, here's why I was okay with it is because, like we said earlier, the town became the monster. So I think that it, he became this whole thing where it's like he, like he be, he was her boogeyman, right. and he infested the town so that everybody became the boogeyman, and that's what we saw in part two. Spoiler, sorry, Hilda, and that's
2: my that's my bad for not watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <it. laughs>
1: I think they go into it a lot in, in three anyway, uh, or it, yeah. It ends. Uh, but it was, just, no. but they seemed like they were going on a trajectory and then didn't know what to do with it. Like, okay, so now we've transcended Michael. Michael's become something else. Uh, so he becomes an old guy in the sewer. Okay,
0: I I feel you, I feel you. I think if they should have just given him four mutated turtles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right. and a rat what was going it, on it. with Corey. i was like teach me how to do it i was like teach you how to do it. how to stop somebody with a fucking butcher knife
1: what, what's <laughs> going you know, it'd be funny if you put jamie lee as shredder i guess that is all, it becomes a whole new dynamic new.
0: that's yeah. a whole other mashup now we have to
1: do halloween
2: and teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs>
0: I'm in I'm down.
1: They gotta so do two funny. though, because the other ones don't have the rap song. You gotta have your <laughs> rap.
2: Now I did, I know I mentioned a little earlier, but like I did I did appreciate a lot of the little nods to the 78 yeah. Halloween. I loved that her hairstyle was a throwback to the 1978. Lori yeah. hairstyle. I loved that that the, the, that blue font. This is like my, my designer brain. Like mm-hmm. like that looks familiar, <laughs> and it, it's the it's the same font and color that they used in Season of the Witch on the opening credits oh, on neat. this one. Like that blue okay. font. Like things like that. When she's in the kitchen, there's like a picture on the on the wall, and it's her two friends that were killed in the '78. Yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, that awesome. movie. Yeah, I um, noticed that there's uh that scene where she's like up in the window and she looks down and she sees Corey and he's like yes. peeking out from the hedge that's yeah. like a direct recreation yep. of her seeing michael yep, like absolutely. peeked out from from behind a hedge
1: well um, and also her looking out the window is the whole thing michael was always looking out the window right you know, out, exactly out of, out of his house
2: he so. was like look- yes exactly like so all of those little things like all those little things stood out to me where I'm like, oh, look at all these cool little throwbacks. And there was, there were some in the beginning and there were some at the end. And that the, I, when I was saying like, I did love the ending. What I actually really loved about the ending is the empty rooms. Cause they did that same thing in the 1978 Halloween. But in the 1978, it was like dark and kind of like foreboding, like, this is going to continue. And in this one, it's going through all the rooms and it's like sunny and serene and the rooms are really calm. And it's kind of like this whole thing has just come to an end. Right. Like it's just done.
0: So two things that I want to talk about one and Hilda, this is going to be a spoiler for you since you haven't seen Halloween kills. Go for it. That black sheriff with the hat, that was a pretty big deal. What he said in this movie, he only had one line in this movie But that was a very big deal because it was a complete and utter contrast to his entire character in part two. In Uh, part two, he was trying to keep the peace and he was like, don't. And he was telling the entire town that was literally at one point with fucking pitchforks and like it was really bad outside. They were like, fucking kill him. And And he was the one trying to tell the town, do not become the monster. Right. Do not do this. We cannot be the judge, jury, and executioners. We have to. There's a law, there's a system in place. We gotta follow the law. Like he was that character the entire part two. And he was a major character in part two. And for him to show up at the end of this movie, and his only line was, We don't when they say we don't do that's not the way it's done, and he said it is tonight. And it's tonight. It actually for it, that's a huge deal. Because I was like even him, even yeah. him, like that's like he was this like, guy's character was completely Johnny Law last time, and then now he's like, we got to get rid of this fucking evil man. We got to do it. There's no, there's no trial. This is the way it's going to be done tonight, and I, that's a big deal. So one, that, and then the other thing I want to talk about is the first 10, 15 minutes of this movie. It really threw me off. It really, it did a great job because, you know, it's a Halloween movie. So you're expecting Michael Myers to like, oh, shit, Michael Myers. And it did. I Again, I'm feeding into the theme. I just bought into the theme where I was like, oh, the paranoia is the new monster. The fear is the monster. And yeah. you don't need the actual physical, quote unquote, shape. Of Michael Myers because they, this kid, and I felt my heart went out to this kid, man. My heart went out to this kid whose life, compl- I just kept thinking like, oh, my God, that could be anybody. Absolutely. Like he yeah. just was overcome with fear, kicked open the door, and then this fucking kid fell and died. And it's like, oh, my. And then for and then the, from the point of view of the parents, as a parent, Oof. just imagining walking into my house and seeing my kid fall to their death right in front of me. I couldn't even, like, it's just so many levels where I was like, and I, I, I dug it when, so that whole 10, 15 minute scene, I dug, cause I was waiting for Michael Myers to pop out of the corner. Like, oh, this guy's going to get it. This guy, oh, the dad's, mm-hmm. the dad's an asshole. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to get got. And I just thinking though and then they threw me for, and I, I was very impressed with how they threw me for a loop. I, I, I dug it. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but it was.
1: Yeah, well, the the opening scene definitely threw me for a loop. Uh, I was much like you, waiting for Michael to come and like show how a little bit of how he transformed, transformed, or how whatever. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. He was going to do like with his initial appearance, but I knew something was going to happen with, or I thought something was going to happen with Michael. And then that that whole trick, like you said, with the kid, kid you know, getting kicked over the thing because the other guy is freaking out, it was just a prank gone horribly, horribly wrong. And then, yeah, from like you said, from the point of view of the parent, one thing I've noticed since I've had a kid that kids in horror movies hit me way different oh, than they did before different. that. Like before I was like, yeah, get him, get him. He's a slow teenager. Go get him. Now I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, 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 yeah, I can't. I can't do it, it anymore. It, 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 it's funny how and I hate to be that guy, but it's funny how parent becoming a parent really does change you. And like even in watching movies. Chad, have you watched the Tarzan, the animated, the Disney animated movie Tarzan since having a kid? Oh
1: yeah, if, if it's
0: watching, if watching yeah. that movie or any Disney movie really, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I picked that one specifically because it's that the whole thing about like you know adopted parents and like you're my mom no matter what and blah blah blah. But I remember I that was one of my all time favorite Disney movies before even having a kid, and then having a kid. I couldn't get through the intro, without, like just yeah. bawling. I was just like, "Oh my god!" This... And I was like, "What is wrong with me?" And it's because of fucking dumb children that I have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it, it takes me. I can I,
1: I, I could barely watch the the remake of Pet Cemetery. Uh, I don't know if you ever guys ever watched the old oh, one.
0: Uh, I never um, got to it because okay. the original scared the bejesus out of me, and I I don't know if I was ready for that.
1: Do do well, whatever. It's you know. The the baby boy gets hit eventually and right, i like, right. spent the whole movie dreading that because my son was about four or five when that the remake came out and that's how old the kid was in the movie and i was yeah. like oh this is going to be terrible and of course they flipped it and, and did some other stuff but it was it was still the whole movie i was dreading it and even when it came i was like I, it's the first time i like turned my head in forever oh yeah.
2: it's but, rough yeah. even if you don't have kids i can't imagine being a parent and, like seeing <laughs> now it's funny because i would rather watch slashers little kids in horror movies scare the crap out of me like mm. movies like movies like annabelle and the omen with like oh, yeah. creepy little children that are like yeah. possessed by children something the corn, that's scarier the children to me than like the michael myers like slasher guy who's coming in to like murder everyone at a camp like paranormal with well because they take that innocence of like,
1: yeah they take that innocence of childhood and, and just twist it and run you That's all That's
2: terrifying, it. like haunted haunted mini-humans.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I think That's it's super, weird. I agree. <laughs> I, I think children in horror movies are super terrifying because you know they cost their parents a lot of money to begin with, and then they're gonna <laughs> kill their parents. Oh, Jesus. First you Total kill my stab. wallet, now you kill me. Jesus, oh my God, so much. Um, yeah. That movie yeah, The know.
2: Orphan with the little girl who's not a little yeah. girl? Like they, you know, I, like so I haven't seen. Like the, I haven't
0: seen the movie, but everybody yeah says the same thing about that one. It's it's brutal, It's yeah. Brutal.
1: Well, the, the it's, ones it's that gross. were girls that always hit me were children, ghosts. Like the particularly the ghosts of children. Um, I forget what the, uh what was it the haunting, the haunting the one with Liam Neeson. They go to a haunted house. I think it was supposed to be a haunting a a hill house, but then they did it a different way. Uh, but anyway,
0: it was it had a bunch of people with, in it, including the one
2: with Nicole Kidman.
0: No, oh, no that, that was the that others. Was good to the others, the others. Um, the others, yeah. I in a yeah. drive-in.
1: Oh, oh that cool. Cool. Um, But no, this was. Uh, it had Liam Neeson. Um, oh god, Owen Wilson. Uh, I'd have to, I have I. If you saw the cast, you would know who they are. A bunch of them yeah. are so famous. Um, yeah, but anyway, he, they, they had like children ghosts because the guy was basically a, a child killer. Um, uh, who had owned the house and was running that place. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But they had the children ghosts floating around in like the curtains and and everything. And I was like, ah, can't do it.
2: You know what? um, So I was, I liked, I did this in the last one too, but I like to look up like budget and how much it made. Like that, that's, I love doing that kind of stuff. So while I was looking up that information, I found a fun fact about this movie. Remember the party scene? Um, where Corey goes to the party and that guy is, like has the trench yes. coat. Yeah, yeah he, the, So that's Nick Castle who is the actor who played the original Michael Myers.
1: No shit. Awesome.
2: and it's the first time he's appeared in the franchise without the mask. Right.
1: So I thought that was yeah. a little
2: fun fact. Um, but yeah, to get back to budget, this had a budget of 33 million to make. Compared to the 1978 original budget, which was an indie film, which only had 300,000. And as of November 6th, Halloween Ends had made
0: almost 103 million. Awesome. And that's pretty big considering the fact that they came out to watch for free on Peacock. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people still chose to go to the movie theater even though they had the opportunity to watch it at home. Which yeah, I think that's, that's only like, okay.
2: if you okay. Let me look at the calendar. So it came out on October fourteenth, and one hundred and three million was by November sixth. So that's, that's only
1: like
2: that's only three weekends. That's yeah. only three yeah. weekends in theaters, and then it was you know available for free on streaming if you had well free if you had a subscription to, right, to right. Peacock. So and yeah. another fun fact: it it came out almost exactly forty four years to the date of the premiere of the original 1978 film, which debuted on October 25th, 78. This one came out on October 14th. Wow. 44 years.
0: Pretty close. Pretty cool, man. Um, it was rated uh, by critics at 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the uh, audience score is uh, 57%, and I, I think it's a very divisive. That core yeah. plot line is very divisive. I've I've heard most people that I've heard, and again, my the the amount of people is not a lot, but I've heard like four or five people who did not like that, and it was just that one thing. Um, and uh, and I, I think that's a very divisive plot line. It's like you made a decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the choice you made. Okay. I remember as I was watching that movie, as I was watching the movie. And that, and when Corey says, "Teach me how," I was like, "All right, you made a decision. This is the, this is where you go." Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, "Okay, you." I don't know. Have you ever heard? Have you ever seen? It's gonna sound like I'm like I don't know. Like I'm talking about something completely different. But I'll land the plane. I promise. There's an interview with um with uh, what's your name from the Quiet Place? I forget her name already. Oh, um, uh,
1: Mary Poppins. Uh, yes. Oh God. Yes. I know
0: who you're talking about, yes, but yes. Right. Uh this the, wife. The, the um, new Mary
1: Poffins, I should say. I was no, like new, I was like Julian. Let's not go against Julie no. Andrews. I was no. like no.
0: <laughs> Anyways. So she yes, but, she was talking about right. when her she was talking about when when her baby was born and that her, the nurse came over to her and the nurse was like, You have such a beautiful baby. And she says, Thank you, Louise. But and you know, I'm sure you say that to her than your mom. She's like, No. When it's an ugly baby i go up to the moms and i say you had a baby and that's all like, there's, there's no like there, you know? and that i say all of that to say that that was my reaction when i first started when i was first watching the movie and then Corey goes show me how to kill i was like you made a decision you this is this as as a, as a filmmaker you guys as writers this is you guys decided okay This is where we're going. And I thought we were going to one place. And, you know, again, that was a dope scene, though, when he says, if I can't have her, and then he stabs himself. I was like, oh, that is the fucking, that is cool as shit. I was like, oh, that's dope. All right. Yeah. I
1: I, I thought that was a pretty neat moment where he was basically, it's like, okay, I can't do it. I've already ruined everything. So let me take kind of Lori out with me. If You know, like you said, if I can't have her, uh, then you're not going to have her either. And, yeah, it's
0: because... It was yeah. perfect the way it, it looked like he, she she was framed. She or murdered or him. Yeah, absolutely. Perfectly. And the whole time I was like, don't touch the knife. Don't touch the knife. And <laughs> then, of course, fucking stupid people in horror movies touching knives. Oh, always. Um,
1: like yeah. Shout out to Lori a for, having,
0: for, you know, for being a, a survivor of... Countless amount of uh, 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 knife attacks for the amount of butcher knives that she had in her drawer. Jesus, shout out to her. She's like, Let me just buy 77 more butcher (laughs) knives. What's the worst that can happen? I don't know, (laughs) Lori.
2: She's like, I'm going to stash one in every room for the day he shows up. I'm going to be ready. There's going to be like six in every room.
0: Every room. Just ready. I'm going to have like
2: the roller to make my uh, (laughs) pie. I'm gonna have my knitting yeah. needles and a butcher knife. I'm gonna yeah. have my typewriter and a but- <laughs>
1: butcher. They're just like taped <laughs> under every every desk, every couch. There's just a butcher knife taped. I mean, yeah, like- dude, She's that's like how I would
2: Dwight- live. I'd be like, I want them, I want them within like five feet of me at all times.
0: Absolutely. She's like the Dwight Schrute of <laughs> of knives with knives. She's like, there's like nunchucks here and there's like knives here. Um, all right, so what would you give? What would be your rating between one and five, Hilda? What would be your rating? Remember, let's try to make it fun. As far as, you know, the, the system itself is one of five, I don't know, knitting needles? I don't know, one of five, what would you give it?
2: I'm going to go three out of five burned pies, because she burned that pie in the beginning.
0: Three out of five burned pies. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chad, what, what would be your rating system, and what would be your rating?
1: Uh, I'm going to have to give it a 2.5 Uh, metal grinders.
2: Oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's a good
0: one. 2.5 metal grinders. Okay. Crunchy. Um, Crunchy. Okay, uh I'm gonna give it uh I'm gonna give it four out of five scarecrow masks. Uh for oh, some yeah. reason, that scarecrow mask was way scarier than the fucking <laughs> Michael Myers mask. I was like, oh my god, please don't put that shit on. Corey's um, mask was yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, well scary.
1: it was it was calling back to Michael's original mask. Uh, like
0: yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the white was, mask
1: yeah. is not his first mask. It was
0: uh, the the no, mask. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was um, like
2: those. It was like those plastic masks that you right. wore like in the eighties, where you used just like the plastic, the plastic jumpsuit with all time. Yeah, with the string,
0: with the string over your yeah, and you can't yeah. breathe. You can't. You yes. can look through the nostrils of the mask. Uh, oh, brutal. God, they were terrible. Um, all right, so to the listener, that I think is the general consensus of this movie It's kind of all over the place. We had a two point five, and we had a three, and we had a four. This is kind of the way. I've heard other people talk about this movie. They either hated it or loved it. Hilda's kind of in between both worlds, and um, I mean, three is a recommendation. That is, that is a recommendation. You, you know, what I mean, uh, whenever you hear about three out of five, that is, they, you know, see it. But uh, it is definitely the weak link of the of this new Halloween trilogy. I, I will acknowledge that because the other two are five and five pluses, man. I mean, the other two movies are fantastic for me, and it was yeah. Right, I've watched um, them
1: multiple times, so I agree.
0: Yeah, I, I, um, I, I try to keep a body count in part two, and I just couldn't. Oh God, you can't! It was so difficult <laughs> to keep a body count. The counter is just like, gonna hey, go what?
1: crazy at the, the last ten minutes. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um all right and then you you like did he die did that person die did he just get burned what happened like you're, it's hard to keep a body count uh all right so that's a wrap on on uh take one that's a wrap on halloween ends uh and so that's a wrap thank you very much for that uh take two we're moving on to the movie Scrooge, 1988's scrooged uh which has become a uh, a classic a christmas classic Uh, The plot summary is a selfish, cynical television executive is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons on Christmas Eve. Uh, Francis Xavier Cross is a cynical, mean spirited television executive. He treats his loyal assistant with contempt. He just sacked which is hilarious because it's clearly you could tell who wrote this is not from this country. He just sacked a member of the staff on Christmas Eve for simply disagreeing with him. And he's alienated himself from his brother who still insists on inviting Frank to Christmas dinner, despite him refusing to go out every year. However, Frank is forced to learn the true meaning of Christmas when he's visited by three ghosts. Um, so that's the, the synopsis, the plot summary, uh, let me see here. We have a comment. Oh on. We have a comment. Chris says here that the internet made it sound like Halloween ends was a dumpster fire, but after watching it, it was actually wasn't, and I enjoyed it. I'm with you, Chris. I believe the same thing. I actually acknowledge this. I, I think the same thing. The internet, again, it was like split down the middle from, from my algorithm was people who hated it, they, and they never gave spoilers, thankfully, but they just... People who hated it were very vocal about it. And people who liked it were like, no, it was good. I liked it. (laughs) That was it. And people who hated it were like, This deserves to die. It's children deserves to die. Nobody deserves to like, oh Jesus. All right. Um, People
2: need to be more like, you know, three burning, three burnt pies. Just
0: and you know, it's like it's not bad. It's not great. If you like it, it's cool. But at the end, you know, I actually agree with that because three burnt pies. Yeah, they're burnt, but they're still pie. They're still still
2: pies. pies. I mean, like, nothing wrong. You peel off that top layer, like you know, that cinnamon apple stuff is still pretty good (laughs) inside.
0: That's it. You just scrape, scrape the little excess, scrape it with butter knife, and you're fine. Yeah. Uh,
1: So just to be clear, I I, I would like to point out that I did enjoy it, but my rating is still two point five metal grinders. Oh, because my
0: my level of enjoyment is I mean, it's fine
1: is fine, but like. I love horror movies to the point where I'll watch crappy horror movies and still get an enjoyment out
0: of them. So Chad, is, let me ask you a question just fun. going back to Halloween ends for a split second here. Go, uh, sure. Let me ask you a question. Would your rating be, is your rating based or influenced at all by the, other, the previous two installments of the film? Yes. Like, I, if, I, are I, you rating it would, it, I, would you rate it differently if it was just based on this one movie?
1: Yeah, I would give it at least. I would. I would up it to a three if it was just by itself. Um, okay, maybe even a three point five because it was. I, I didn't stop it. I didn't pause. I stayed. You know, like it wasn't like something I kept coming back to because I got bored or whatever. Okay. I did sit there the whole time. Uh, you know, I watched it on streaming and uh, and watched it and you know I loved it, uh, or at least like you, you know in the moment. Um, so I was. It had me. It just when you compared it to this, where I thought. And it seemed the story was going from the other two, it just completely went, you know, way to right. the off track. Um, right. So, yeah, I'm giving somewhere between a three, maybe a 3.25. I'll,
0: I'll be a compromise. That, that, that's a fair point. No, I was just asking, yeah. but that's a fair thing. You, you, It's natural to be like, well, this is part of a movie franchise, and this is how I feel about that movie franchise, and it's fine. I was just asking out of curiosity. All right, so moving on to Scrooge, uh, 1988. Uh, Bill Murray classic. Uh, this is as if anybody who listens to the Mount Geekmore podcast, we have previously done episodes about our, our Mount Rushmore of, um, or Mount Geekmore of, uh, of Christmas slash holiday movies. And this is always ranked in my top four. Like this Scrooge is one of my all time favorite Christmas movies. Uh, and I've said this before. It is the first time I saw any version of charles dickens scrooge was this movie so really? later on as a child so later on as a child watching like the muppets christmas carol i was like oh this is like scrooge that was my reaction as a child i'm like oh they're copying scrooge and it's like no no that's not the way it works <laughs> um, uh hilda what did you think what do you think about scrooge
2: I'm like side note. I love a Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> or who,
0: doesn't, who doesn't? Who <laughs>
1: doesn't?
2: The, <laughs> little, the little rats, where they're you know like,
0: what? I don't want to be me friends me. with anybody who was like fuck a Muppets Christmas Carol. Like, oh my god, <laughs> right? we can't be friends. I don't. Uh, yeah, where?
1: What heart do you have? Right?
0: Yeah, seriously.
2: I I actually had to re-watch this one uh, this week because I I don't I hadn't seen it probably in about fifteen years. It had been a long time since I had put this one on, and when we were when we were talking about movies Mary and i was we like oh scrooge and it popped up because i was looking for stuff and this one actually came out thanksgiving weekend which is uh-huh. next week so for those that want to tie in uh this one this one came out 34 years next week um is when it came out so it had been a long time since i had seen it um it still holds up from what i remember um for some reason, I didn't remember Bill Murray being as yelly as he was. <laughs> for, oh, for some reason, man. I had forgotten that, um, but it just made me laugh. So I enjoyed rewatching it. Um, I feel like it just kind of brought me back to a different time. So it was a it was a good rewatch. So for someone who hadn't seen it in like fifteen years, it holds up.
1: Mm-hmm. Chad, uh, it's, you're you're I'm right there with you. It's definitely on my top four or five friggin' horror uh, not horror movies christmas movies i mean um, it could not, be a not, horror movie not awesome not it's far from a horror life. movie depending on on where you're at this was actually i saw this one in the theater with my grandmother uh, my my meanwhile would not notice she didn't understand ratings uh so she would just take me to whatever i told her to take me to um and she we sat there and watched this and it scared the bejesus out of my eight-year-old self when the ghost of christmas future came up um, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the rest of it was amazing. This actually was not my first experience with Scrooge though. It was, or the Christmas Carol. It was my second. The first one was Mickey, the the Mickey version. Okay. Um, uh, okay. and so I based everything on that. And that was kind of my basis for comparison. Um, uh, okay. and of course I, I read this. you know, I was read the story when I was a kid, but the, or at least the, you know, very short and child version that they, you know, put in schools or whatever.
0: Thank God. I was like, man. I was like, man, am I that much of an idiot that I wasn't reading Dickens? At, at, oh, my God. I was, like, wow, I was so no. impressed with you. I literally, read Chad, the moment you said that, I was like, and that's why he's a lawyer now. That makes sense. Like, that, like I, I, in my mind, I was like, wow. I'm so Like, our past were meant to be, like, the guy who didn't read Dickens as a child is now a comedian and the guy who didn't read Dickens as a child is now a lawyer. There you go. That That's the two times. I
1: did read Moby Dick at a ridiculously young age, but I had that was a slog. Oh, um, like, Bobby dick is not good um but I was so into whales and sharks and stuff that, whatever that's a three- hour conversation um anyway the uh as far as I, you know bill Murray is uh, a god amongst men uh in, in actors and comedians and everything just everything he's in somehow is greater because he is in it um I've always enjoyed him since the, I think the first thing I ever saw was ghostbusters when I was a uh, uh, you know around seven or eight That's when my parents really kind of took the leash off and let me watch a whole bunch of movies that I probably shouldn't have.
0: Oh, the eighties,
1: right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, our fantasy, our fantasy stories were like a never-ending story. Yeah, thank you for ending my childhood. We need to do that one.
2: Putting a pin in that Neri, never-ending story,
1: never-ending story. Great movie, but man, that was a that was a hard lesson to learn with our tax. Anyway,
2: we need to do uh, an episode on childhood trauma. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I have many.
2: Dramatic moments in,
1: in 80s movies. And,
0: and, and gremlins and, uh, oh, yeah, and uh, Brutal. Absolutely. Um,
1: So, yeah, basically really good. Held up. I, I just watched it today again. Uh, I meant to watch it yesterday, but a whole bunch of stuff happened, so I didn't get to it. But the... Yeah, I mean, I've watched it over and over again since I was eight, so, you know, nearly 34 years. It, it never tires. It's always good.
0: Yeah, I watch it every so often. Uh, it's been maybe three or four years since I've seen it, but I've see I see it. Um, I still it's still in someone in my rotation. I love this movie so often, so much. It's probably like I said, three been four years maybe. Now that I think about it, because I'm thinking about COVID, it's been two or three years. So it's probably been four or five years maybe. But I I really love this movie. Um, I will say that the the last few times I've seen it, except for today it was kind of just on in the background like i wasn't really mm-hmm. sitting down and watching it it was kind of just playing in the background and you just catch you know a few scenes here and there and today was the first time in God knows how long that i sat down and watched every frame of every of every scene and it it does hit differently when you're an adult and you have kids now that scene yep. with the kid really really got me where I was like, oh, boy, Jesus. Um, I I actually teared up when the little boy, like, again, I've seen this movie a million times, and the little boy, when he whispers, and he speaks, I'm like, you yeah. <laughs> <I did too. laughs> got You got me. You got me. You got me. <sighs> um, my boy was uh, sitting right next to me.
1: We were watching it together, and yeah, he, I yeah. was like, come here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will say this, though. All right, so this is my only, and then this is my own fault, and whatever it is, I'm reading Gina Davis's book right now. And I was just at the part. I I read the part yesterday where she talked about her experience with Bill Murray in the 80s. And it was not a good experience. It was a pretty fucking awful experience from her point of view. And again, this isn't a like, let's throw fucking. But reading her book, reading Gina Davis's book and reading. And she didn't even like. She did. It's not like in her book. She talks about like her experience filming this one movie, and he kind of like was very inappropriate with her, and like he made it like at at um at the meeting to get the part of the movie. She like put this. He put he forcefully put this back massager after she said no four five six times. Mm -hmm. He like put this back massager on her, and it was for like in her words for like three seconds, and she says. I don't think he was trying to be mean. I just think that he wanted to make sure that I would be the kind of person that could roll the punches on the set. And I I, I don't, but that's like, she's even saying like, I don't know if this is the key. but then she gives a couple other examples of him on the set of that movie, yelling at her and berating her. And she still to this day in her voice, because I'm listening to the audio book because God knows I don't actually read books. um, says, made it seem as if she still doesn't know if he's, If he was mean for the sake of being mean or if he was mean because he was trying to get an emotion out of her for that specific role in that movie that he did with her. So it wasn't like a total Bill Murray bashing. It was like, hey, man, this is the story. This is the way I remember it. And and I, I, I was I did not have a good time during that movie. And listening to that yesterday. And then watching bill Murray today i'm like "Uh." and then watching bill Murray in a movie that like hilda pointed out was yelly i was like "Uh, this is not good Um, who got yelled at in real life in preparation for this fucking role like i said i'm like oh no
1: this is uh."
2: i actually i was looking up because i just i just like like looking up movie facts and stuff but i like i read that he um he actually had a lot of him and a couple other people on the cast of this, they had a lot of disagreements of, like, how the movie was being done, like, how it was being produced um, with Donner, with the uh, the director. So, apparently, yeah. there was a lot of butting heads on the set, which is, like, it's kind of interesting to go and, like, read these things. Again, yeah. never looked these things up before. I've seen right. this movie for, you know, I don't know, 20 years, you know, on and off. Hadn't seen it in at least 15 um, but it was kind of funny revisiting it now, and then looking up some stuff, and then reading some of that kind of behind the scenes stuff of this movie. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so apparently there was a lot of apparently there was a lot of buddy heads on the set. Um, he, he was taking a break from Ghostbusters um, before. I, I'm not even sure if he wanted to do this at first, and then I don't know how he finally he agreed to do it. Um, but uh, he was. He was taking a little breather. So this one was in between Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. That he did this one. So I don't
0: know. You know, and this is a perfect example like that information Hilda's is a perfect example of like why the internet nowadays is has taken it makes filmmaking into a different kind of situation because when you hear uh, we we never heard stories like that in the 80s and 90s right like us the audience were never privy to all their butting heads and there's difficulties and there's reshoots we never knew of any of these movies in the 80s and 90s had reshoots we never like we were the audience was never we never knew of that But now there was some
1: fan magazine that maybe said something
0: like right, 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 right. There's like there was a there was an article in 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 some comic book magazine that in in Wizard magazine, and you're like, what? Yeah. Um, But nowadays. Everything is known, right? And nowadays, everything is like they're doing reshoots for insert superhero movie here. And you're like, oh, shit. Marvel has problems. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, it's like it's so weird how the fan that all that information has now taken on a life of its own now, where if you were to hear about a movie now where there's fighting and there's and you'd be like, well, that's it. This this movie's gonna suck and it would affect the bottom line of this movie, right? Like yeah. I think that would happen. I think that's fair to say about any movie. Like if you hear about any movie, that movie that just came out with what's her name? With um that she directed this film, that there was so much fighting going on with Chris Pine and 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 um
2: Oh, um Florence uh Florence Pugh and uh Olivia Harry
0: Styles is in the movie.
2: Yeah, that's um yeah, Florence Pugh yeah. is the other
0: actress in that. Uh, right, right, right. So there's yeah, like this I, whole major drama. And there's like, there's so, like, Chad, it's like this. Un, I wanted to see the movie when I saw the trailer. I am like, oh, right. this looks cool. I want to see it. And then I heard all the drama about it. And I'm just like, I don't. Fucking! I don't. It was so much celebrity. Like, oh, and then this person started dating, and then they don't like each other, and then I'm like, oh, f- I don't give a fuck about it. And I was like, I was like, oh, it just all that turned me off. I was like, I don't. Okay, yeah. never mind. It's not. It's, the, the trailer wasn't that good. It was it's one
1: of those reasons that I, I try not to pay attention to, to Hollywood gossip or or what's going on on every yeah. set or, or yeah. whatever because it's like the same thing with music or or arts or anything. Once you get to know your heroes or or everything, you find out that they're extremely flawed individuals, just like everybody else. Yeah. And some yeah. of them suck a lot more than others, and it just ruins the whole effect. And I would just like rather not know and and divorce. Like, for instance, you know, if Bill is a piece of shit in real life, well, that sucks. But it's not going to stop me from watching the movies that I fell in love with. As a kid. I I'm, might not I'm, watch anything going forward, but
0: yeah, I'm pretty decent about uh, separating the art from the artist. You know, unless yeah, the artist has. Unless the artist has done some egregious physical harm to somebody, where I'm like, "Hey man, you know," there's what a mean? line. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, there is yeah, a, line. a yeah, there's a there's a line.
0: There's, there's definitely a line. Um, there's definitely a line. But I'm I'm pretty good about being able to separate the art from the artist. Like I can't listen to Michael Jackson music anymore, but I I could still, you know, watch a Bill Murray movie. Uh, but it does it did today watching that movie go like. Who was he yelling at? Because you know, like this, his character's yelling at people on a set. I mean, right, everywhere, yeah. Like it's it, it's very possible that he could have I mean, actually been yelling on the set. From what he <laughs> if was the... saying, it probably did happen. And uh, so uh... yeah. he,
2: pu- he pushed Bobcat to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, I mean, his name's Elliot. His name's Elliot. But I mean, look, look, look he's he's Bobcat to like, right, everybody. of course.
0: Yeah, he's, he's yeah, the cameo
2: that but... the, the actors in this one, um, the cameo, well, not cameos, but like the actors in this one, uh, too, was was fun to go back and watch after a long time. Absolutely. Like Bobcat Goldworth was so young. Um, you didn't realize, like how young he was until I rewatched it. I was like, oh, man, honestly, before he spoke, I was like, he looks familiar. And then he spoke. And I was like, oh, that's that's right.
1: Yeah, there's only one guy that talks like he does. Oh. the
2: cabbie the, uh, the cabbie was uh, Buster Point yep. uh, I forgot his real name his well it's, you know the hot 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 song <laughs> yeah. uh, from the 80s and um
0: Oh really? I didn't know that that's
2: Yeah yeah the cabbie mm-hmm. who's oh, was God, he? God. the ghost of Christmas past
0: past, past. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah 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 that's Buster Point um,
1: Which one was your guys favorite uh, ghost?
0: Oh that's a good question.
2: Solid. I I liked Carol Kane she just kept hitting him. <laughs> She's just beating him up for like thirty minutes. <laughs>
0: like, um, yeah, but her I.
2: Too, I. So her, I, I, She was always my favorite, but I. She grew up. I grew up watching. Um, remember Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater? Yes, from the eighties.
0: I, do, I don't. remember. No.
2: Oh man, Mary. So that's that's a fun one too to go back and watch because every single one was so star st- like star studded. Um, like Robin Williams and Mick Jagger and Christopher Reeves. And I mean, it's so Bernadette Peter, like, there were so many actors that did fairy tale theater, um, but she did, she was one of, it's a saint. She did like the same voice and everything. And she was always like the, the good fairy. She was in like the sleeping beauty one. And yeah, but yeah, she was, she's kind of one of those eighties, Characters that kind
0: of. Oh, well, I've seen her in a million out. things. I just never saw that. Yeah, she's in show, so much stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I great.
2: always associate her with fairy tale
0: theater. The um, the ghost of Chris. I think I my favorite is the past. The the one of past. I I, the I, I You know what line I never caught as as a as a kid? I caught it today when he was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to become this bubbling," idiot. and he's he like, "Yeah, that's what Attila the Hun said." And I never caught the Attila the Hun part. I'm like, <laughs> "Oh shit, this guy!" And now I want to see that movie. Yes. I want to see a Christmas Carol with Attila the Hun. I think that would be a fucking fantastic <laughs> yeah. movie.
1: What the hell are they going to show him? size like you know, yeah. like, what is this? Oh man, that's gonna be crazy.
2: I always loved yeah, that in this f- one. Like it wasn't just like an exact retelling of yeah. it. It was like he knew exactly what was going on. He's like, I know you are. You're these ghosts. You're gonna you're gonna try to trick me and right. make me feel all bad. And it, but it still works. Like they Absolutely. still trick
0: him. <laughs> like it's- there's the the new movie that just came out. Chris uh, with uh, Will Ferrell and uh, and Deadpool. Oh, Spearman! It's based. Oh, it's shit. basically this. It's basically yeah. Scrooge. Ryan oh, Reynolds. Like shit. he's a TV executive. I haven't, seen, executive. It. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it either. But he's a TV. I, I don't know if he's a TV executive or maybe he's like a multimedia mogul. Like he's one of those guys. Like a like you know that's like a. Either you know, way, you're in the type. same ballpark. <laughs> yeah. Either yeah. way, same ballpark. The trailer looks uh, funny. And- <laughs> And it's, and I haven't seen it yet, but it's basically the same. And, they, and then he literally says in the trailer, uh, this guy says, uh, Deadpool, I keep forgetting his name. I think it's, which is hilarious. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Reynolds, yeah. Ryan Reynolds literally says, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna care. You're supposed to make me feel bad and I care, but I don't, it's not gonna happen. Like he literally says that in the trailer. And I'm like, oh, this is just like another version of Scrooge, which is another version of A Christmas Carol. But I think it's hilarious where I'm like, oh, all right. Shout out to them, I guess. It would be cool if they, I, I'm going to see it, but I'd be cool to see if they do a, a wink to Scrooge. Oh, like, so. even if, mm. in my mind, the way I would do it if I was Ryan Reynolds is I would say Bill Mary's character's name. In that, like, oh, he's lose. You think I'm gonna lose my shit? Like, you know, an insert, cross. you know, whatever the brain fuck is this yeah. yeah. I think that be that. That would be my my you know my brain. The way it works, yeah, because
1: because it, it would make sense um, that he would know it because they broadcast that whole ending. You know, technically
0: correct. The they broadcasted the whole ending, and that nobody talks about the fact that the homeless dude died. Okay, we're just gonna forget about that, huh? Okay, we're yeah. moving on, I guess. It's like homeless to death. <laughs> okay, sure. We're just moving think- on.
2: I think my think
1: favorite... Freeze to death in that movie.
0: Oh. <laughs> what was your favorite? Hold on. I was going to say, no, you know, know.
2: My, favorite, my, favorite little, my favorite little thing in the beginning is The Street Musicians. I don't know if you guys ever caught that. But yes. That's, Myles, that's Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Is it Miles Davis? and Paul Schaefer.
0: Paul Schaefer. Yeah. That's, From the Paul Shaser, that. that's miles davis he's like oh you wow. fucking hacks and i was like that's miles davis <laughs> that's sir miles davis dude
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i, I didn't notice I that like, part dude, like what did you want you to learn the song yesterday uh, yeah yeah.
0: it's fantastic uh i as a kid always enjoyed the wink to the camera even before i knew what a wink to the camera was when Bill Murray said, feed me, Seymour, feed me. I was like, yeah. ah, that's like in that other movie. Like, that's how, like, I always loved that nod when I was a kid. I could not let that go. Like, and then this is, so like, that's basic. I I would say that's the first shared universe, right? Where he. <laughs> it
1: very well could be. I mean, who knows, man? These, I mean,
0: he died. He he did die. and He did die in, uh. <laughs> It's his and character a died in, right. in, it died, it in, in the yeah, shop of horror, so you know, who knows? But
1: know yeah, I, just, I was, but just by the referencing, you're, you're having shared universes. You know, I don't know how yeah. often they used to do that in like, say, 70s or 60s or whatever. Yeah, uh, there's just I, I don't I haven't seen enough of the movies to, to know. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I first uh, saw, and it's a little off topic, but I first saw Little Shop. Some we had a substitute teacher in third grade, and they, some. Some kid brought in the VHS and was like, Can we watch a movie? And we were
0: so kid wow. brought in the VHS. He was like, not what big, a movie. He did
2: not care. She was not, she was like, Whatever. I'm a substitute teacher. Yes, go watch. Them. And I watched Little Shop of Horrors in school in horror. Like I had never seen anything I'm... like this.
0: Crazy. Like, I'm just shook that what? this kid brought a V a VCR from home. No, right. no You brought the in your book bag. You put no, a VCR. No, this isn't VHS. a DVD. Brought this is a, you brought the whole VCR with you.
2: No, no, he brought the tape. We had the we
0: had the player God. in
2: the classroom.
0: Oh, thank God. Okay. He no, brought
2: he, the tape. Brought the VHS. The,
0: <laughs> the VCR
1: yes. in the eighties were like this big. <laughs> should be bigger oh, than that that <laughs> kid took
0: a whole VCR with him. Holy no, shit! He brought oh, the VHS. Okay. Okay. All right. Makes sense.
1: Still though, it's not like those VHS tapes were small. You know, some of them.
0: Yeah, was so those
1: huge. are the betas. Are huge. Yeah, yeah, the betas were really. No, those huge. were
2: the beta tapes. The beta yeah. tapes were like this, <laughs> and then yeah, laser so, um, discs. So sh- and laser, yeah, laser discs were discs. like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I never thought laser, gonna anyway, oh, I
1: yeah. thought laser discs were going to
0: do anything with that. Oh, I thought laser discs were going to take off. on a digital the so? new thing. It has yeah, the word laser. It, too bulky. it had the word laser in the fucking name, man. Yeah, but
1: they cost like two hundred dollars <laughs> a disc. It was yeah, ridiculous. but in the
0: in. But in the 80s, how many come on in the 80s? What do we have when we were kids? What did they tell us to watch out for? Lasers yeah, and quicksand, absolutely. And I was like, oh, <laughs> laser disc, man, it's the future. There were been we've been saying it for 20 years.
1: My, uh, my uncle bought into it, he got Jurassic Park and Star Wars on the bigger laser disc. He still has them. I'm like, don't ever get rid of that. Uh, they're probably worth way more than anything. But he had it on, it was the first time I ever heard surround sound in a house, and it was bonkers. Uh, I'll give it that, that's for sure. Like when the T-Rex roars in Jurassic Park, ship the whole house. It's awesome.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. So the Rotten Tomato score for Scrooge, uh, critics have it at 69%. The audience score is at 71%. So what would be your rating and your rating system? Hilda.
2: This one has a soft spot in my heart. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go four to five
1: punches in the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> five punches in the face. <laughs> chad uh,
1: uh, it, i mean it has a very soft spot in my heart so it's, it's amazing i love the arrangement so five out of five and you still look kind of, in front of me. i was gonna go kicks in the junk um,
0: <laughs> okay five out of five kicks in the junk i will also go five and say uh five out of five uh, vcrs uh, nice. uh christmas <laughs> bonus vcrs out <laughs> of five <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing that was a thing. How great was that? That that was a Crazy. thing where it was like either a towel or a VCR and you're like, oh my God. And some people forget how powerful for the VCR was that this week came out in 1988. Yet the original you know. Fast and the Furious was they were trying to stop people from stealing. The whole plot was that they were stealing VCR slash DVD players the combo players that's the original (laughs) plot of the original fast and furious is that there was a gang hijacking trucks stealing dvd slash vcr combos just gonna go and put that out there the vcr lasted a long fucking time uh, man
1: it was a a powerful piece of media i mean even just a segue into law it literally set the tone for how we can do a lot of what we can do now like this kind of technology where we can live stream probably would have been eaten up by the companies if that case hadn't gone a different way. Because um, they were like trying to stop. You can't record on a VCR. That's copyright infringement and all this stuff. Corwin's like, no. Like, yeah. No, it's not.
0: You're never going to stop us from putting a little piece of tape over that cassette. You're never going to stop us. <laughs> no. Come on, man. You know can't stop, stop the, the signal. We...
1: Yeah. Can't stop the signal. Hack the planet.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, hackers. Shout out Let's to have Sean. that on the list, too. <laughs> sean uh said olivia wilde that was a ah. comment because oh, he was trying to yeah with olivia. yeah yep, so her. thank you sean Great. for that thanks uh, for the for assist that. honey i <laughs> uh, appreciate that um thank you very much for checking us out we uh episode three is gonna be myself and mike and chad i i, I should have called you but i forgot uh so me and mike are gonna review black uh panther 2 Wak- uh, um, Wakanda forever and black christmas the 2006 christmas movie okay uh because mike had to have something to tie in the movie so he had <laughs> to have <laughs> both <laughs> movies called black in the title i don't know uh anyways Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, Make sure you guys check out um, Hilda's uh, Instagram, uh, which is fantastic. If you are a fan of board games, of games in general, check her out. She's at Tabletop Gamer Girl. At Tabletop Gamer Girl, she reviews and does all these great things with board games. Are those the board games in the back behind you? No, okay.
2: this is this is the other room. The board games are yeah. all next door,
0: but okay, I'm, right.
2: I'm going to have to set all up right. in there one of these. Uh, episodes. No, Absolutely. it's all right. I it's all right. Just to, to make
0: sure. It's all right to make sure. Yeah, there, she's. There are actually, there if you go to her some Instagram, on the shelf,
2: but just a few. Yeah.
0: The, Go the, the, the library is has... next
2: door <laughs>
0: Yeah, you gotta see it uh, Chad, thank you very much for joining us Appreciate it, I hope to have you back uh, Soon and often, it'd be great uh, You are fantastic uh, you. And then make sure to check out everything on my comedy uh, It's at Nary Signs, And i posting And if you check out my Instagram, follow me on Instagram if you're not already And I post uh, clips of me doing stand-up And then other shenanigans So thank you very much Check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network That includes but I'm not limited to the Petro Let Me Tell You podcast, Child Like a Best with Mike Valdez, the What's Up World podcast with myself, uh, Mike Mercadol, and uh, Stephanie Mayer Sr. Uh, And then uh, our friend Jeff is on a couple as well. He's on Cramacopia with Q and he's also on kick Flicks, which is the martial arts movie podcast, which is part of movie bros. Um, and he's on there with, uh, with Mike and myself. So make sure you guys check that out and shiver, the aforementioned shiver that we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, which is the horror movie podcast. Um, so make sure you got to go to GeekBro.net. Thank you guys very much, man. That's how movies are reviewed. Love you. Bye.